as a matter of fact, it is all downhill from here. You're listening to the Dirty 30 Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at dirty30.podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Dirty 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. Today, we're going to be talking about the jobless craze in America, how benefits are running out, and somehow... Despite everyone and their mother hiring, we have uh, quite the spike of homeless people here in California. And we'll also be talking about this uh, horse dewormer that may help with coronavirus known as... Iver... Let me see it. (laughs) My bad, y'all. Ivermectin. Ivermectin. Yeah. Alrighty. So, yeah. So, friggin... There's a... I don't understand because I know that uh, both Newsom and Biden, they made it so that when the quarantine was happening, that basically everybody got like a pardon or at least an extension on or your rent, mortgages, mm-hmm. all this other junk. And yet, I don't know what the heck's still going. messed up. Yeah, yeah. There's a crap ton of homeless people. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what the heck's going on. I, I don't. The homeless situation. Dang. It's been getting bad every year for a long time now for a few True. years. But now it's like ridiculous. There's been a massive spike this year, especially massive. in Sacramento. I feel like mm-hmm. I mean they said in they said San Francisco is even worse than it's ever been. But it's crazy how Sacramento is getting pretty bad, dude. Like you see, just whole civilization. Like yeah, it's like a whole city within a city. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's super sad though, too. In the same sense, like like we were saying, like if all these people are getting forgiveness and like you know. Um, extensions on rent extensions on mortgage and things even extensions on student loans like people are like okay well, you don't have to pay these you're not going to get charged for them you know like i think they like put off student loans for this entire pandemic as well so oh. like these people could be like getting ahead and like saving to put away a large lump sum but people are just like acting carelessly as if it's not happening which i understand i know people are like well you know it's impossible to live or people are losing their jobs or losing hours and like i know that that's true for like most like restaurant staff and stuff they were out of work for months you know yeah um and then they were like back to work but they were back to work with a lot of um limitations and Mm -hmm. things like that and so i kind of feel for them because they were already only getting paid minimum wage and surviving off tips and now they're like weren't even able to work so they were really out of work you know um and then when you go to like unemployment and you write down what your salary was or your hourly or whatever, like you have to write down what you were making hourly, not your tips. So mm-hmm. some people are like barely making it. I'm, mm-hmm. And so and like the cost of living is just growing and growing and growing and growing. Yeah. Like even mm-hmm. if you go to the grocery store, like I remember bananas were like 52 cents a pound. Now they're like 72 cents a pound. No, they're ex- you know, like expensive. You everything's go- just going up mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like literally in months like you can tell the difference like we went to the grocery store and we were able to buy you know 150 dollars worth of groceries and it lasted us two weeks between nate and i two weeks yeah yeah you think so i feel like it lasted way longer more than two weeks. and now we can go in and just grab a couple of items and come mm-hmm. out close to that and we're like what did we yeah, buy you don't even fill up the basket with 150 no more Mm-mm. i remember before you used to try to you, you could fill up that basket but now it's like half the basket's full yeah we're yep. just looking and at each other like what did we buy we didn't buy anything mm-hmm. we bought a brisket a tri-tip and ribs and that was like 150 dollars in itself, in itself. 
Yeah. Three three pieces uh, of meat. Probably like 120, but point is, yeah, for That's three items. Lot. Yeah. And it's so... It's getting ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't Especially even... In California, it's... Yeah. You can't even go through a drive-thru and spend less than $10 on a meal. Unless no way. it's Taco Bell. Unless Shout Taco out Bell. to the king. They still <laughs> holding it down, huh? Holding it down. What? Dollar <laughs> menu. Who else? Arizona's? The, right. the teas? Still a dollar. They're still keeping it a dollar, bro. It's insane. It's so, like, impossible. But that... So you think that the, a bunch of those homeless are just local, like, people that just fell on hard times type thing? Because I... It's a toss up, dude. You got so you got crazy. people with mental issues. You yeah. got people who got kicked out of their homes. You got some people who willingly left whatever they had yeah. to do that. Why? I don't know. No, yeah, there's people that do live like that. That <sighs> like why? I don't know. That they'll live out of their car or whatever. Oh, it's just oh, some Jesus. people. It's, it is a lifestyle choice, but I think the majority of them. I don't know what happened. I think there's a lot of addiction that has because I've too. seen that that's happened like. With op- the opioid crisis, right? Mm-hmm. That w- they were talking about that before the pandemic and stuff. There, the opioids, like the use of it, was going up a lot. And mm-hmm. then even in my own neighborhood that I grew up in, that is taking over. Like I know people it's that running are running through there. That, yeah, it's even killed a couple. You know what I mean? Oof. It's killed a couple people. So it's not only that, <laughs> but even just like the stress of like the pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. and people feeling like they're not able to sustain or having their kids home or having, you know, like some people yeah. are not mentally well and we don't have like mental, you know, right. medical it's stigmatized too so much yeah. to the point where it's like, there's not that much help for them at all. Yeah. So it's really sad. I feel like, honestly, I feel like it's impossible. I was just talking to one of my friends about this cause she's, uh, she's single. She lives on her own and stuff. And so she, I think she pays like over 600, 1600 a month in rent alone. That's not including See? utilities. That's not including, you know, um, that's crazy. That's a crazy amount of groceries money. or, you know, anything, any of her other expenses. And it's like, she literally has to work three jobs to sustain her lifestyle. Wow. And it's like, that's cannot be good for your mental health alone. You know, like, no. like you're constantly health, exhausted. Health. You're constantly, you know, trying to make time for things you enjoy which means you're getting less sleep because if you're working three jobs you know yeah. it's super sad that that's like the that's what everyone it's like either you live with heck of roommates or, or you live on your own and you don't have a life because yeah, you you're just, just trying to work, maintain yeah endless work so yeah you got to pick pick your poison type thing i mm-hmm. guess i don't know but it is it's it's and then the other thing is too like some of those people, once they can, like, not be homeless, some of them actually choose to stay that way. And I know this firsthand because when I was when I was running the the home before, it was a recovery home. Mm-hmm. They we had people that in the winter they would the home would fill up. And oh then, yeah. And then in the summer they'd all leave because yeah. they're like, it was just cold. Right. You know what I mean? And we rain. Wanted, we want to live. You know, that's this is shelter. The way we and not be. only that, but like, if people are homeless, how are they able to get the benefits that they were receiving? Like. You know, through unemployment, through those things, like how are they getting contacted to? They usually always have a house they could freaking have stuff sent to. You know what I mean? Those people usually have, unless they're like totally homeless, like they don't even have no family or anything. Right, nothing. Because there's some people that actually do choose just to be homeless. Like yeah, that, that said, you know what? I don't want to do with that. We stuff. know someone personally whose son decided to do that, and yeah. it's just like I know everyone's just like, why? Yeah, what? It's just. Crazy. I don't know. It, it, or they have that pride, like I gotta make it on my own type pride. And 
It's and like California's not the place to try to make it yeah. on your home, bro, unless you're Cali- willing to freaking California work is no place to be a hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like you even see like around the li- the rivers and stuff, they now have like porter potties because yeah. they're like, well, let's try to help. Like we know people are living here, and it's like an abundance. So like, let's try to at and least it, keep the water clean by providing porter potties and you know things like that. Yeah. Which San Francisco, help, but hopefully, San Francisco had this weird uh, thing going where. There was like abandoned buildings or whatever, or like parking lots, mm-hmm. and they would pretty much gate those areas off, and like there'd be like sections, like you could see they were like painted on the ground, like one, two, three. Oh, where they could stay. And tents, like were set yeah, up like a there. campsite, basically. Yeah, tent a, city right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a freaking porta potty in the center, but it had people like actually there, like guards and stuff. Yeah, they had security there. Oh, really? Like it was like yeah. ran by the city. It wasn't mm-hmm. just. Like people just setting up and taking over. And I was like telling Nate, I was like, it's probably because it's like, well, if at least we give these people a place to camp out, then we can kind of regulate it and like yeah. send people there if they're were, you know, out of where they, you know, out of the designated areas, yeah. you know, and it kind of reminded me mm. of The Wire. Remember um, uh, when they yeah. were like Ham- selling Hamsterdam. drugs? Yeah, they were selling drugs and they were like saying how there's like this craziness going on and like uh, the neighborhood. And so the police department just decided, well, let's just give them a free zone where they can just sell drugs like crazy. And like, that will help like eliminate, um, you know, unrelated deaths and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like innocent bystanders and stuff. Like if you're in this neighborhood, but it depends on one neighborhood. Like they send it. If there's yeah. families living in that neighborhood. No, this was well, like, that's why they picked yeah. it. It was like, just like abandoned. an empty, an empty neighborhood. Okay. And so they were like, Oh, we found this perfect place. Mm-hmm. And then there turned out to be an one, one old, old lady. lady that had lived there <laughs> since like, years and years and years that that was like the first house that her and her husband had bought together Uh, uh, and they were trying to like buy her out of the house because they were like we don't want you to be an innocent bystander you know and they're like you know let's move you over here to this nice neighborhood type thing yeah and she's like well instead of doing that why don't why don't you look outside and handle what's happening out there and they're like in their head like well crap we're the ones that created this yeah like they were literally pulling up and taking drug addicts and taking drug Uh dealers to To amsterdam to to be like this is that's why they call it amsterdam Oh, wow. Because it's like that, like just a freedom of drug use. So, you know how in Amsterdam it's not yeah. illegal, you know? So they were just like literally pulling people into this van and just sending them like in their dropping police van them off there. and dropping them off. Like, if you want to do that, then this is the place to do it. <laughs> we're cleaning up our city. Just so we're clear, know? people listening, this is a TV show. This didn't really happen. <laughs> At least not to our knowledge. Yeah, but that was just like, like they're like, well, let's clean up the city. You right. know, let's. How well, that's kind of what happened with the you're saying with the homeless case. That's kind of what they did. They yeah, that's started. how I how it was in San Francisco. It's like they had these areas, these parking lots that I'm assuming they must have just like bought, like, you know, or mm-hmm. renting out or something. And they're like totally covered. So you can't really see inside, you know, like there's little slits that you can see a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they had like showers there, bathrooms there. They had security guards there. They were like having um, they had tents there. They had people. Like you had to check in and check out. You had to be like your temperature like had to be checked. Shelter before. almost. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was too to help like prevent like even COVID from spreading because they had like rules. You can't come in if you've contacted you know uh, COVID. You we take your temperature before you come in. Like so it was like mm-hmm. they were living outside, but they was still in a community that was somewhat ran through the city. I just think that yeah, it's just too many people to try to handle now, right? Yeah. At the point it is now. Yeah. So I they don't understand what the heck they're gonna do about it. 
there it's is spread dude it's, it's it's everywhere mm-hmm. and i was more like more telling uh the, i was telling nate that that was so crazy that they had these you know and i was like these people that own these parking lots are probably making you know a good amount of money through the city Hopefully. to be able to house this you know and or maybe it's owned by the city already. Who oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Bought it outright. Yeah. So it was just, it was interesting. I, we had never seen anything like that. We yeah, were like, that really blew our we minds. Because we were looking at yeah. this like area and we're like, dang, there's heck of homeless people. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, wait, I think it's like, you Supposed know. Supposed to be there. Yeah. It's like being because facilitated. It's there was not a just lady sitting in a chair and she had like, uh, you know, uh, almost like security guard garb on. And I'm like, well, maybe something happened or whatever. And like, no, like she's sitting there and then one pulled up. He had gotten their lunch or whatever and they're eating. There was another one that came back from bathroom break. Like they got a whole team of people yeah. guarding this thing. So I, but I heard that there was this, this, uh, I don't know. It was a crazy fact. I don't know if I freaking, I don't remember where I heard it, but there's like more vacant, vacant, vacant houses and stuff like that than there is homeless people. Like in, in San Francisco and just in general, Oh, in general. Yeah. I don't know. In California, I don't know. Well, I know right now California is going through like a spike Mass too of, exodus. of yeah. like people are like, oh, I can make a lot of money selling my house or selling this. So like, let me go ahead and kick it. Whoever's living here and to put it out on the market, yeah. you know, every, yeah, there's a lot of people moving every week, California. dude, just on this street alone. There's probably a new house for sale like every at least every other week, realistically speaking. Yeah, because they're making a heck of money on it right now, right? Yeah, on, they're making way more than. Well, what it's like going down right now. I think they're down like ten percent or something of oh, like really? cost, oh. but it's going down slowly. But that's it, still way higher than what it was. It's just crazy to before think, the pandemic. Well, uh. Yeah, what's gonna happen after this whole pandemic thing with California? Yeah, like with the economy and stuff. Like, what the heck is going and on? And I think that they're not gonna feel the pressure, or the, California's not gonna feel the pressure of like bringing costs down because people are paying it. You know, like we don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. We want to buy groceries. We have to pay the inflated price. It's we prob- yeah. It's probably going to be like a, a, a state for the super rich or something. Maybe yeah. in the future, like you gotta be, super I mean, rich to be fair, it's kind of already, it's been that way for a while. I mean, well, you I'm look at Hollywood, yeah, Beverly Hills. Like what I mean is like, they've already had a strong presence here. Yeah. Well, and yeah. Like, they say that California and New York are the most expensive states. To yeah, live in. but those yeah. are also the most glamorized. I feel like yeah. also in like modern media. Yeah. And they say so that California is like there's a reason, right? We got the beaches. Yeah, we got exactly. That's we what I'm saying. I weather. feel like I feel like the takeover might start happening, but it's kind of always been there. It's just now it's blowing up. And they yeah. always say too, like, well, I've been hearing actually lately, like if you ever move from California, you'll never be able to afford it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because mm. if you go to move to Texas or you go and move to, you know, West Virginia or some random place, be so you're different. never going to make enough money to save no, to move here. Yeah. They're saying once you, uh. if you've managed to live here and you leave, you will never be able to refine your footing and reestablish a life back here. Oh, I ain't going nowhere then, bro. Yeah. Cause it's like people say, People will say like, oh, we're going to move out of California and stack our chips and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then we're going to come back, you know, and then it's like it's so you you get used to a certain, you know, lifestyle of wherever you're at. And then yeah. coming back to California just seems ridiculous because everything because is, it is ridiculous. Probably, right. Yeah. It is. Oh, my God. Not probably not. Maybe it is. It's ridiculous. So it's crazy. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm thankful that we have a house as of now because it's like, okay, like, worst comes to worst, we're not going to have to, like, have two inflated We're going to be just like those scumbags and kick someone out of our house. <laughs> yeah, straight up, huh? 
I'll be that guy. Don't worry. Get hey, guys. Can I talk to you for five minutes? Get out. That's all. 30-day notice. Bye. 30-minute notice. <laughs> <laughs> That's not legal. I can't do that. No. I know that. You got to do Sometimes you got to do 60 day notices. I think, mm, no, it's actually 30. I'm pretty sure. I think it's 30. You have to give them notice and then you can like, then it becomes like a process of an eviction. So you can like give notice and if they decide not to listen and like leave, then it's like, then you can start like um, Mm -hmm. giving them eviction notices. Mm -hmm. And so then it's not just like a, hey, this is 30 days. Now it's three days. No, now it's just an eviction. So then right. that messes up your renter renter oh, yeah, history. You know, um, I'm, so a, I'm glad I don't got no eviction. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. But it's crazy. It's crazy because like now the norm is like multifamily living. Like in Elk yeah. Grove, they're building all these houses, and all of the houses have like an in-laws quarter. Like it's just the like, standard. It's yeah, just it's the standard be like because be the whole different structure of how people live. Yeah, the culture the culture is definitely gonna change. Yeah, like that whole white picket fence stuff. That ain't. That's bye bye, dude. Mm-hmm. That's gone. Well, even like. when we went to New York, we were like looking. Like obviously, we're in New York City, so it's like way more populated. Mm-hmm. But we were just like, where do these kids play? Like where? Like there is no backyard in these houses. Never mind play. Where do they live? We didn't see like a regular like traditional house until like the last day, and we had gone like forty five minutes out of the town. Damn. Yeah, it was like people had like maybe like a yeah, that's yeah. maybe Cities, uh, five six complexes. foot little patch of grass uh-huh. in their balcony, oh, yeah. you know, like where the dock and poop broke. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then they have a huge Central Park is huge. Yeah. So I'm like, I guess they just need a huge park and like everyone just takes their kids here, you know, yeah. like they had like five or six playgrounds in that but park I'm alone. Now, so I ain't even gotta worry about that. Who cares about mm-hmm. all that? Huh? But it's like, I feel like that's just going to become more and more of Sacramento even like it is. It's, uh, that's how it's going to change. Like Everything. now you don't see people building houses. You see people building Complex, complexes. Complex, yeah. So it's like it's going to be the norm to live in a flat. You know, you're not going to yeah. live in a house. No, no. Yeah, it's going to be everybody's going to be living in apartments stacked on each other. It's going to be like Blade Runner. Like, like uh, <laughs> Ready Player One. Yeah. It's a bunch of friggin like I was even saying like other. how. People now even consider having a backyard a privilege, like yeah. even more so that, you know, mm-hmm. as time goes on, because you just see all these multifamily, you know, people having to just live like that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, by all means, like, you know, wherever you need to live is yeah. what you got to find. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I don't think living in an apartment is bad or a townhouse or whatever you decide. I'm just saying that it's crazy that that'll just be the new standard. Like you were saying, it's not so much anymore going to be the white picket fence. It's Uh, like you're going to be in that apartment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do to survive. Yeah. You know, people even say like, oh, my gosh, like I'll never be able to own a house. You know, like that's Mm -hmm. people's mentality just because the cost of living is so. I'll never be able to own a house in California. Insane. California. It's so insane. I remember one time when we were looking for houses, I don't even, it was probably me because I was like, I don't know how to work some of these apps. And I found a house for like, this was like, what, maybe like three years ago. It was for 170,000, which is like unheard of. No. Yeah. Even back then. And I'm, I send it to her, and she's like, that's in Texas, you dummy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and, like, that just goes to show you the friggin' drastic There's difference. And it was, like, yeah. a nice house. Yeah, it was it wasn't, dope. 
it wasn't like a shack like you know you always see these you're gonna get a beat up you always get a lot of land with nothing on it yeah (laughs) you always see these memes now where it's like rent in california and it's like uh, you know, an ice box, a tent, ten, you know, a thousand dollars a month. And you're like, people are lined up to, you know, like uh-huh. people are lining up for the crappiest apartments right now just because there's nowhere to live. It's Pe- crazy. People are you're settling out. <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah. episode. No, people are literally settling on those things just because it's so impossible. Yeah. Like people are just like, we just need somewhere to live i don't even care if my kids have a bedroom I'm those people, Liga. I'm those people. you have a place to live yeah, I do, but we don't know you're blessed in jesus name like but yeah this yeah and there's people out there like we we're just talking about have nowhere to live so yeah kind of blessings exactly like i was telling my friend she was complaining about how she's single she was complaining about, and i was like telling her i was like dude we have to really just like appreciate what we have now in this moment because there's so many people that are probably ho- wishing that they had even just what we had you yeah, know like sure. uh, there is yeah there's no doubt about that there's i'm like even just blessed. simply like she we're was, still the one percent of the world she right? was telling right. me how uh she was like going to have dinner with one of her friends that like just went into remission with cancer and like our age in our 30s and i'm like i couldn't imagine dealing with that in my crazy. 30s like I couldn't imagine dealing with that in general, but like at least if I was in my 60s or something, you know, like your life is supposed to slow down a little bit, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) but I'm saying like 30 years old and like having to deal with, you know, going back into treatment and all this stuff and like along with having to deal with like dating life and this and that, you know, and I'm like, we complain about the stupidest stuff like, (laughs) yeah, we're spoiled. We are spoiled people. We're so well, spoiled, especially with I mean, what uh, the other thing, too, right? We're, do you think this homeless is going to go up again now, even with the the benefits going away? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I think because the I think homeless? people are going to lose their houses because if they have to go back into paying these payments, their lifestyle may not fit up, you know, match up to that anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know, depending they, on how they made their money before the pandemic. Right. All right. And then not only that, but like has what just happened to you guys, they're mandating this vaccine and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, there's going to be people who are like, I'm not doing that. What happens to them? What's it? They get to lose their job. There's going to be freaking. I think there's, there's going to be. I don't know. It feels like they want riots, bro. Yeah, that's it what I was going like to say. They want riots or something, dude. It's just so weird how everything's being handled. Like. I, I, I'm sorry. I personally think there's going to be a lot of like legal things like those people who lose their job because they don't. You know what I mean? Like that's because super it, yeah, dumb. No, for sure. There's going to be there's going to be a bunch of legal battles. Yeah, there's going to be it's chaos. Well, dude. it's just mm-hmm. even some people chose to leave their jobs because they wanted to collect the benefits of unemployment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So mm-hmm. it's what like things that happen with all that, with all that fraud we know is going on, dude, like it's. The, the what is it? The chickens are coming home to roost. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. That's good. There's people gonna. I That's think gonna be chaos too. Because even if they, let's just hypothetically say they were able to catch everybody who committed fraud, they're already letting people go. Unless you like are a serial killer, murderer, or a rapist, you pretty much like you get a get slap out, yeah. on the hand because of COVID, because of all this. Then they're craziness. just gonna mess up your credit or something. I don't know. It's so weird, bro. It feels like we're, they're trying to restart everything, dude. 
Yeah, we were right? talking Doesn't about that before like, we started. Yeah, it feels it's so almost weird, like, like someone, going on. yeah, the higher ups are trying to reset something. Because even like they give everybody these benefits, now they snatch them away. Like, mm-hmm. what's gonna happen with all those people that are unemployed? They're not. They're not making any money. They're gonna. What? They're gonna go homeless too. Right. What's gonna happen when people are fed up and then people start rising up and like, you know what? We're not leaving. Period. We don't care about these stupid notices. We don't care. You're gonna have to mm-hmm. take us out by four. Like, how many cops are gonna have to come? Like. I don't know. There's, I just feel they've like it's spent six hundred and fifty billion dollars during this pandemic just to keep everyone afloat. Wow, six hundred fifty billion. Damn. For Americans who've lost their jobs. Oh man. And then the man, yeah, that is crazy. There's a lot of people going through a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. And now they're mandating the vaccine, so they're going to start telling them, we're not going to give you guys help. Mm-hmm. You guys must take this, take this vaccine. And and then they said that the bank industry has even, like how we were talking about, did the uh, defaults on loans for 18 months. So those are like all the different loans that they may have had, student loans, mm-hmm. rent, you know, mortgage, mortgage loans at least, you know. Dang, so everybody's indebted to the banks? 18 months of like not requiring it payments. It feels so like they're trying to take over the world or something, bro. Mm-hmm. And we did it with this pen. Oh, man, dude. Yep. It's just so weird to live in this time right but now. But then the White House so also just approved last month 25% increase in food stamp assistance. Mm. I mean, thanks, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, I don't know what that means, but what that means for people. I mean, yeah, people are going to take that 25%. Well, yeah, well they obviously. say that 42.7 million Americans receive food stamps. Do they? So, um, to be honest, I'm tinfoil hat time. The only common trend that I'm seeing between freaking increased payouts for unemployment, freaking consolations for getting the vaccine, all I'm seeing is a constant trend of us, the American people, getting hooked and in a pattern of needing the government for everything. For everything, yeah. And that's just scary. Super scary. Yeah. I like mean everything, food stamps, extra money, keeping my house. Like this is this is a dictatorship. Bro. I don't know what's going on, bro. It's scary. I don't even want to go down Oh my God. Down the rabbit hole, Alice. Let us go. Good Lord. Let's see how far it goes. Let's see how far it's it goes. It's crazy. It's super it's just, stressful. It's just so, man, it's hard to even put into words how much, like, there's so many things going on in my head right now. Like, okay, there's that, that's happening, that's happening. It's yeah. like hard to even formulate, like, what the heck is going on? I can't really wrap my mind around how much, like, just thinking about how many people are being affected by it and all that. I have another question. Like, last I checked, you had to vote on all of these things like rules, regulations, and all this stuff. I don't recall voting on whether or not you could get a, a booster in your uh, unemployment check. I don't recall being able to vote on a lot of this stuff. No, they're just doing stuff, bro. Yeah. And everybody's just standing. That's so like, dude, That's people, what part, are you bro. doing? Did you agree to that? No. Okay. Well, then why are you sitting there and letting it happen? It's stu- it's asinine. Like, wh- hello? Well, I feel like so many people feel like they're getting over on the government, and it's like, uh. Not really. <laughs> it's actually the other way around. It's yeah. like the government just sits there and prints out more money to give us and, you know, bribe us and into. it's kind of our own money anyway. Like, they take. They, 
what does the government do to get money? They, they just take it from the people. That's or it. print out more. Taxes. But see, yeah. that's also another freaking, like that kind of swings back into what you're saying about resetting. Because if they're um, praying to God that they're actually taking this from like Social Security or something, like an establishment mm-hmm. they already that we already have taxes that and we not all just pay. Printing. And not just printing money. Because yeah. if they're doing that, they are screwing us. On Big purpose. time so in weird. the long haul. What do they do? Yeah, what are they? Well, haven't you noticed the inflation? That's why the dollar doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. can't buy a single thing at the doll at the store for a dollar. The ninety-nine cent store is now the ninety-nine plus. cent plus store yeah. because majority of those things have the secret little one ninety-nine sticker on it. Yeah, yeah. I walk out and I'm like, oh, I spent maybe five dollars, twelve dollars later. I'm like, what did I buy? Yeah, it's going. Uh, the 99 cent store is not even the 99 the cent store anymore. Happen? I don't know how. So the, it's like the dollar literally means nothing anymore. I'm getting so stressed right now. It's almost. I'm getting triggered. It's <laughs> almost as if not necessarily a reset, but think of it like if we were on a tier list and they're just trying to eliminate the bottom tier and reestablish the order. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like whoever was above them, they're now F tier and everybody got bumped down a tier. What? Feels like think I about what he's saying. Because think about it. We're we're printing more to, money. So whatever dollar value you had is useless. now even less. Whatever they deem yeah. useless. Not, everything not needs, anybody, yeah. Right. Now everything needs to be done through them. Like if you need a handout, they're the ones that give it to you, which means you're indebted to them. The dollar value, if they're printing money and the value is going down, that means you are literally so like let's say for example you were poor you are now effectively even more poor yeah. without any having anything happen to you it's almost like they're trying to take whoever's in the f block at the bottom of the totem pole and just like erasing thanosing you even yeah but the middle class is what's hidden is hidden the most too right because now because we're being bumped down and now we're poor yeah <laughs> it's just there's only rich and poor that's all there's gonna be pretty soon with no middle class mm-hmm. we're poor Hey, we. I actually am so happy that I just got a middle class scholarship for Did school. You? They gave me a thousand dollars. I thought that was pretty cool. Living a middle class life, and we're like on the bottom of middle class. Yeah, we're low mid tier. I'm sure. low, low low tier, <laughs> low low tier. <laughs> I'm that po baby. Ah yeah yeah. Your atlas, you're holding this whole thing up. Uh, I'm trying, man. It's here. hard, man. It's so it's so hard. hard. It's so crazy to think like. The, the struggles that we have are not the same struggles our parents had. No. You know? Definitely not. No. Like, when I was talking to one of my friends, and she's, like, in her 40s, I want to say, maybe in her 50s now. Um, and she was telling me that when she bought her house, she only owed, like, 40000 on it or something. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, Dude, you can't even buy crazy. a condo for it's that. Like, even with the work, like, even people that work super hard, they still, it still feels like they don't get it. Like, you don't get anywhere working heck or hard either. It's, it's well, ridiculous because I'm thinking like, all right, if we brought up people from that grew up, you know, back in the day, mm-hmm. even though they all had super hard work ethic, even if they were here today, they'd probably be struggling just as bad. Oh, yeah. And stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, well, I mean, it's, just like her friend, it's like she has to have three jobs to yeah. hold down an apartment. Yeah. And she an doesn't apartment. make like not good money, you yeah, know, like yeah. her first decent her, wages. She makes a decent wage. Yeah. But it's like everything else. You know, for a one-bedroom apartment, that's insane. Yeah, that's what it is nowadays. And it's like that's people, and then it like kind of robs people that can't qualify to own a home, and so they're paying these crazy prices 
to live in an apartment. And then if you want to live in a uh, house. I've never cried on the podcast. <laughs> Y'all better hear it. Stop it. Don't cry. <laughs> if you want to buy a house or rent a house, you have to pay at least $2,000. At least. I'm going to need a drink after this podcast, a dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need a hard one. I'm strong, bro. It's so it's so difficult. It's so depressing. And that's not even like, and we're complaining and we don't even have kids. Yeah. Thank the Lord. I don't. <laughs> Hallelujah. Like, I'm getting to that point when it's like, that's not a factor. I don't even want to think about that. I don't even want to think about that. Yeah. A whole nother human you got to worry about forever. Yeah. Well, not forever. And then you got to leave them behind when you die. Mm-hmm. It can't be that bad. That part anyway. Oh, no. That's all in your hands. I just think about how I stress Bye. about my family members now. Uh, my real kid. No, that's probably just me, though. I don't know. Right. You're 18 now. Get out of here. Right. I'm I'm wired different, like I've said yeah. before. Like, I just I don't really care. But it's no. like, especially with death, like, yeah, it sucks. And I'll be, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to be unfazed. I will be phased. But it's like, what? What do you think was gonna happen sooner or later? I that's think it's I know, think right? it's worse yeah. to think that's the only thing that's guaranteed. I don't even think about leaving Death. them like when I die. I think of like what if they die before me? That's the worst. Well, you don't got to worry about that with me, right? I don't even think about them. Right <laughs> <laughs> no, not funny. I didn't get. Well, it. I didn't hear what you said. I said you don't got to worry about that with me, right? Why? Like insinuating that you're unhealthy. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> saying. I'm saying like you don't got to worry about me dying first. I'm saying like your kid. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm saying like that would be that's yeah. normal though. Like no parent should bury their and child. They shouldn't even think about burying their. Like, yeah, but it happens. Go, it happens. Obviously, it happens. It but happens, that's but it's just like so. For, it, and it's it's not as common as you burying your own parent. You know right. What I mean? Like you usually. That's but that's right. like the circle of life that's supposed to happen. I can barely yeah. hear you. That last one. What are you doing? So, yeah, don't have kids. So basically, yeah, <laughs> life. Life, Here in California, life is kids. over as you know it. Well, they're saying that even they're saying Doom that it's less gloom. likely for ki- ki- ugh, people to have kids. Only the best of the best shall breed from now on. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's only the winners. See, that's <laughs> what's stupid though. It's not even the best. It's just who's got the deepest pockets. That's not even true. That's all that matters. Who has the most sex? They're the ones that are the having people the who have the no, deepest people pockets. Have the deepest have pockets. The most sex. No, Hello. those are the ones with no jobs. No, the people with the deepest pockets. Yeah, they got money. They got money. No, but I'm saying right now, it's poor folks be having kids. Yeah, I know, but guess what? Kids, those kids are poor those, too. And those kids stay poor and yeah. then they just and they grow up in inner I cities. I know, that's the sad thing. Yeah. Gun people violence. that are yada, yada, people yada. that are financially established are not having kids because they're so focused on becoming financially established and those that don't give I a crap. I have another theory, but we ain't gonna get into that. A what theory? <laughs> I have what another theory. theory. We ain't uh, gonna get into that. But that's what I feel. I feel like the people that are middle class or We're high class the audience. are so <laughs> right. focused on. Nah, we'll lose. Nah, I don't we'll even lo- know. We'll lose the. Re- yeah, it's for your benefit. People. Or hopefully we get more. They're right. so focused huh. on being. Um, financially You're our ticket out of this. <laughs> Please, guys. Financially hey. stable, where. <laughs> People that are poor or low on the social economic status mm-hmm, totem have nothing else or even worry. People believe that their job or their life is to just 
go from yeah turning 18 and going into and hitting up the welfare office some people most people whose families are on welfare continue the cycle oh yeah like well, I've most heard, people on welfare? Yeah. Yeah. Most people are on welfare. No, not most no, people are on welfare. The people who are on welfare, the I'm cycle continues. That. Like when they have oh, kids, yeah. they just kind of think that because that's that no, is, yeah, but I'm saying like are most people in general. No, I don't yeah, think exactly. so. Exactly. That's I what don't I'm think saying. So. But I'm saying, but that's but they're the ones that are having the kid because they think the more kids you have, the more money ah. you get, the more food stamps you get, the more That's all gonna be gone. Yeah. Pretty soon. So or got, or at least greatly gotta, reduced. Yeah. You gotta at least make yourself useful in some some way. Mm-hmm. In the society, you get like what I'm I've heard kids literally say like, "Oh yeah, I'm turning 18. I got to go and sign up for food stamps." And what? I'm like, "What?" Jesus, I was one of those kids. Like, so what's the problem? That's a big <laughs> problem. That's here's the thing: if you have to do that, that's not a problem. It's when you freaking grow up thinking that that's like just standard procedure. Yeah, that's where. And, it's but a problem. parents encourage you no, to do it too you because ju- you're normally living with them, so they're like. Now you go yeah. and you go get food stamps. Out. Get a job, right? My stepdad always just tell me to work. But yeah, I don't know. That's just I feel like that's the normal, the norm. People are inheriting their family section eight. Straight up, it's just you got to get it where you can, man. I'm not like I'm saying we're not that saying. that is the norm though. That's that's what kids believe that that's what their lives amount to yeah and they don't think that it's important to get a job because they've so never seen their family get up and go to, to work go every day they need to teach they need to start teaching they they should have taught us in inner city schools like the ones i went to about credit about finances they need mm-hmm. to teach them about that they well, don't they teach do. them nothing that's practical like they don't well they actually from what well, I when I was in school from what i remember there were classes like there were economic stuff but here's the kicker. That was all like elective stuff. Yeah. Why? That's messed up. But don't you understand? That's just another freaking thing. Like it's another layer to only get the. Yeah, the exactly. It's like yeah. you because I remember elective. They pretty much painted it in my school was like you could do any of these things. And most of them were like fun stuff. Yeah. So it was like, of course, the kid's not going to, you know, like, I don't want to freaking economics. economics. The F is that. No, I'll take digital art. Screw yeah. that noise. Economics is required now as a uh, high good. school graduation. Good. That's good. Bloody so time. they are starting to do it. But it's not. They don't focus on credit. They don't focus on stuff like that. What do they focus on? Yeah. What's it about then? I don't really know. Oh, but, it's, but you're acting as if you do. I don't know because your school <laughs> failed you. <laughs> but I don't remember learning about any of that either. Maybe it's changed, but I they really don't yeah, remember that at all. It needs to change if it isn't. The job application thing, like they, I remember somebody got taught that after I was in school. Then mm-hmm. they started teaching them how to fill out. Because you didn't, I'm telling you, man, they don't use, they don't teach you practical stuff. Like stuff that yeah. you should be learning. And, the and that stuff is, stresses out kids. Like you get stressed out when you don't know how to, like you're, it's your first job application. You don't know what the heck this means. What do they mean by this? Right. Like, you know what I mean? And then it's also stressful, too, because it's like it's so frustrating that the cycle repeats itself. You know, the mm-hmm. families that are poor in poverty stay in poverty because they don't know how to get out. And the people that are rich mm-hmm. have all these um, opportunities, opportunities because mm-hmm. of the people that they're around, you know. And so it's yeah. like this constant cycle. And it's like. Even for myself, like, I don't feel like I grew up hecka poor or anything. Yeah. 
Something's wrong with the pooch. Sorry about that. Our I dog don't feel like right. I grew up super Making poor, noises. but I did grow up in a family who didn't have any education. So my family couldn't help me sign up for college. They didn't really know how to go about that. Yeah. And it wasn't really like important. Like it was never like, yeah, like go to school. Like, of course, they encouraged me to go to school, but it wasn't like the end all be all like. You know how like you hear about families that are like, oh, yeah, for generations, we all went to Stanford or, you know, we all went to Harvard or like that was not a thing. No way. You know, like I just got my AA. We all went to Grant. (laughs) We all went to MLK. And and, we didn't finish. And that was like a big, a big deal for me to even just get my AA. Like no one in my family has has a degree. Yeah. You know, so it's like for myself, I had to figure it out. I didn't have somebody that knew the ropes already i'm like still figuring it out you know Mm -hmm. and i'm always like oh my gosh and it's so freaking expensive it is like right now we can't afford to pay out front like four thousand dollars per the semester so we're paying literally a thousand dollars a semester a month for me to attend school and that's not including books that's not including any of that it's insane Mm -hmm. and so it's like you want a shot too Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Oh my gosh, y'all. It's like that meme. A uh, homeland posted it a, a long, long time ago, but it was like life's like a video game. Level one is like years, like one through ten. Level two is like ten to eighteen, and <laughs> then eighteen on is the the game opens up and stops holding your hand. College is DLC. <laughs> <laughs> Paid DLC. Yes, dude. Basically, that's what it is, man. It's right super. It's so depressing. <laughs> it is. Well, this is a sad. I think this is the saddest one we ever did on here. Uh, Sorry, y'all. It's super, super, this super hard. This is the reality. This is the 30s, though, right? This is it. This is the dirty 30s right here. When you wake up and question your life. If you're real, yeah. <laughs> this is it. For real. For the real world, people. The and then I was looking at my this. Facebook memories, and it was like 12 years ago, and I was like, I have class tonight. I'm all excited about college. I'm like thinking in my head. I've been taking classes for 12 years. I could be a doctor by now at this point. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I hope that doesn't happen because then you know darn well she's going to be like, you must address me as Dr. Lika. Dr. Lika, Professor Lika. Yeah, like, no, I'm not doing that. You're Lika to me. (laughs) I knew you before the doctorate degree, so no. Right. Oh, my gosh. But I earned that. It's so much. That's what they all say. Like, call me doctor. Why? Why? Because I work for it. All right. It's a lot, man. So much. Even just like school right now. And I'm like, this is like the basic. Like, this is a bachelor's degree. This isn't even like master's or, you know, like this is just what people. This is what people are expecting on applications nowadays. People are like the high school diploma. means nothing to anybody anymore. What? To be honest, it kind of been not mean nothing. It just a while. Se- it just seems like <laughs> they want to keep you in debt. They just want to keep you. But under before the they made it seem like. Now I'm trying to. Oh. oh yeah. Now I'm starting to see like why some people do choose to be homeless. They're just <laughs> going. Oh, I'm done with this. Well, man. even we were me and society Nate were talking about me. how I'm uh, rejecting society. We were talking about how. Rich people are in so much more debt and like because they, I guess, understand the importance of credit. I don't know, but they like rack up debt like nobody's business. Like, oh, yeah, like rich people don't anticipate paying off any of their cars or trading them in for the newest car, you know, and like for 
I feel like Nate well, and my lease and stuff too. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I feel like for Nate and I, it's like, we're like the opposite. We're like always trying to get rid of our debt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, everyone's like, why are you getting rid of that? That should be your, you know, highest line of credit. We're like, we're tired of paying. Like, you don't understand. You're paying more for it to have the debt. Like, it's like the interest. Get, it's like they get their own little economy going and their money's just yeah. like working for itself. Kind of. Right. Yeah. They just try to make the bubble bigger and bigger and bigger type thing. And it's like, right. Like somebody I know just bought a car. And their car interest rate was supposed to be like 5.29 or something. Mm-hmm. And they were literally able to get them to talk down to like 2.3%. So it's like, the, I was like, so why are you robbing people of the extra 3% if it's not necessary? Yeah, why just, do you have to haggle? Per, you know, like, and people don't know, like, these people are more experienced. They're in their 50s and 60s. So they know how to like haggle up. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. know you could even do that for interest rates. You know, yeah, I didn't yeah. know you could ha- haggle up an interest rate. I think it boils down to like a, uh, an intelligence thing. Like that's just Savvy. something. Yeah. Like you either know it or you don't kind of thing. You got to be, you got to want to know it though type thing. And yeah. then, you, you know, and then seek it out. But then that's, and that's proof. my problem. Like I don't care sometimes. And sometimes I do care. And then that's and the proof of how, um, that's proof of how the rich own, people get ahead like, because they know that these things are available. Where for us, if we don't have much experience in the realms of finances, and we're already gonna sound we're already gonna sound like scared because we are not confident in this thing that we're talking about. Right. So we're just gonna listen to whatever they say. Right. And it's like, yeah, it makes it harder. Yeah, they can pretty much shut you down and be like, oh, okay, well, I tried, I guess. Or they can even give you a crazy look, like, oh, nobody's ever said that. Then you start feeling insecure and all that crap. Yeah, like, even when we were buying the house, like, we were asking my father-in-law for, like, help on, like, okay, what do we do with this? Like, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And they were, like, we were talking about you can buy down an interest rate. Mm. And so we didn't know that that was a thing. And so we're, like, he's, like, ask them if you can buy down your interest rate. And we're, like, uh. What does that even mean? Yeah, what does that mean? All right. And so it's, like, basically you can pay thousands of dollars up front to buy down the interest rate, but then that helps in the long run because instead of paying maybe like... Yeah, you're paying less. You're paying less over, over yeah. time, yeah. But you just got to give the bigger amount of money. I mean, if front, you think right? about it, though, I mean, obviously, we like I said, we didn't know, but if you think about it, that makes a lot of sense. It's like we, we're giving you a bigger interest rate because you're not putting a lot down. Now you're putting a lot down. Yeah, that's how I knew. We're I a little more loose about it. But you weren't, that wasn't going toward the inter- the payment. That was actually just buying the interest rate. Oh, down. just buying the interest yeah, rate? Yeah, it wasn't actually mm. to add toward the home. Mm. And so, but then we were like, I was like, okay, well, can we buy down the interest rate? And they're like, okay. Well, in that for case, five- they, well, then who's to say they wouldn't get their money either way then? You're still going to end up paying. Yeah, you're, you're we're still- paying interest. No, but you paid less still. Well, you're still gonna it's still gonna be worked out better <laughs> in the end. I'm like that doesn't well, make then, any sense. If you're paying interest is extra money that they're gonna make. Yeah, off but of it's you. gonna be less okay. over less time. Less than the full okay. interest. Yeah, like right. over Hold thirty on. years yeah. versus. You want me to pay something that's extra for but you? But listen, anyway? so we <laughs> so we ended up not like we got the they're like for five thousand dollars we can like buy down your interest rate point five percent and I'm like. That's nothing. And so we're looking at each other and like our, my father-in-law told us to buy down the interest rate. So we're like, okay. And we're just like, and then I'm like, dude, that doesn't sound like a very much like 0.5% of an interest rate, not even a percent. And so we're like, okay, yeah, start writing that paperwork up. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like, this does not seem like it's a good deal. Like I I don't. And so I'm like, let's call your dad and ask him to find out. Like, and he's like, 0.5%. 0.5%. No, hmm. you don't want to buy that. So then we're like, okay. Like, and I was like, <laughs> I, was, I kind of knew that that wasn't a good deal, but I also know that he's way more like informed Savvy. and educated yeah, on that stuff. Know, yeah. 
So point five could mean a big be a big amount right. of money later on. Yeah, so it was just like so crazy because of just like not knowing those things. Like I wouldn't yeah. have asked. Even when we were trying to buy the house, they were trying to get us to do the um first time homeowner mm-hmm. loan. Mm-hmm. And what they don't tell you about that is that you have to pay property mortgage insurance for the entirety of the loan. So for all thirty years of the loan. Damn. Where mm-hmm. Where when you we got the conventional loan and the conventional loan, you only have to pay the PMI up to 20% of the loan. What's PMI? Mm. Property mortgage insurance. So it's like this is like you if you do the first time homeowners, then you're paying it for 30 years. This with the conventional loan, it says we're only going to pay it for like five years. Mm. But it's like if you like there when we were buying the house, they were just telling us, oh, the first time homeowners, that's what you want to take advantage of and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, like, cool. And then none of them. And then we were looking at houses and there were certain houses that they were like, this one, this one isn't up for the first time homeowners loan, but it's available with the conventional loan. And I'm like, let's get that convention. A lot of this stuff, like, you know, like how they didn't disclose that information about the home first time buyers, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or even like real estate agents, like they always swear, like, oh yeah, it's not a big deal. Like I, I, this, what are they, what are they, what did she used to say? Like, oh, I'm gonna get paid through this, so you don't gotta worry about it and this and that. And uh, I like, it just makes me think of that scene in The Dark Knight Rises where they break into Wall Street, and he's like, yeah. "There's no money here," and he's like, "Oh yeah, then what are all of you doing here?" Oh yeah, that's how I feel. Like, well, if it, if we're not paying you, why are you here? Yeah, why are you? Here? Why are you You're pushing like, this agenda? Why are you? You're trying to make a sale too. Yeah, they know they get paid off of that you, too. That's their job. You're making right? something. You the, wouldn't be wasting your time. They get that commission. But there was like houses that were like, "This is only for conventional loan." This yeah. or we it doesn't qualify with the first time homeowner. And I'm like, well, like there were houses that we really liked, and so I'm like. I'm very stubborn about that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I will sink my teeth in and, like, find a way. And so I'm like, well, why can't we have a conventional loan? You said that our credit was good. You said this. You said yeah. that. Like, why not? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they're like, well, you can, but we just thought you wanted. And I'm like, well, now I now I don't. Now I want to have both available, yeah. you know? Like, uh-huh. we don't know any better. And they're like, oh, first-time homeowner. You never owned a home. Let's go ahead and walk you this way. They don't even is, make mention you know, of the other loan. Here's They're saying money in there. You can see the money in there. Oh, first time buying a home. Cha-ching. Yeah. They don't so know anything. Exactly. Let's and it's these or freaking they found like the last lady we worked with. She found out that I was like big in anime or whatever. And that she would watch it too sometimes. So what does she do? Bring her kid who's like a fan. And, you know, got me. And, you know, we all started. And she even the kid was like, oh, I like you guys. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I like you too. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, you're just buttering me up. No, yeah, that's that's what they do, yeah, they want to buy you lunch. Yeah. They want to buy you and make stuff. you feel like they're like catering to like you. And friends. Like, yeah. And then you feel loyal to them and you end up feeling mm-hmm. bad for not calling them back. Cause like all of a sudden we decided that we weren't going to go with this. You were my friend. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's just, it's a lot. It's so it's much. And business, like, those darling. are things that no one teaches you how to buy a home. And it was so I'm much harder. Trailer. Meh. It was so much harder to buy a home through the pandemic because we didn't see a single person until we were signing papers. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was all over. And it wasn't even Zoom a, and stuff. Or what? Yeah, pretty much. It wasn't Phone even calls, through Zoom. Text. It was just through email. Mm-hmm. They yeah, were sending scary. us. I don't like that. I want to. They see were sending us hundreds and hundreds of pages that we needed to sign. We needed to forward or, you know, scan things and send them over. And I'm like, 
and you're not hearing anything back from anyone because they're just processing this stuff. So I finally called and I'm like, hey, am I doing this right? Like, yeah. no, I'm like assuming no news is good news, but right. also like I don't want something to be totally halted because I didn't fill something out right. And like, I Nate, told you about it. yeah, right. and Nate doesn't handle a lot of the paperwork stuff. He handles bills and like pays bills and stuff, but like, don't bother him with filling out paperwork. Don't ask him to mm -hmm. find a certain document. Like, no, he's that's just, not true. I did pretty good because this was my first experience too. But like, so at the beginning, yeah, I was definitely like, what is that? Like, I don't remember signing that. Mm -hmm. And there it is on the phone. Like, Oh, that's your signature. Oh, I guess I did sign it. <laughs> yeah. It was just, but towards the, but towards the end, I like, I was like, okay, I see. I know what yeah. you're talking about. Okay. But it's not like when your typical experience of going and buying a house, you're like sitting in someone's office. They're right. going through paperwork with you, you know, like, yeah, they could tell you what these, yeah. What this yeah. language means Talking and all and that. And you know yeah. that they got the paperwork Which, and they look it over and they, they can tell you, Oh no, sign this again. You if didn't you sign look, that. If you look back at it for our experience, like, so we met this lady. It was kind of like an emergency. She was the one selling the house. So we're like, let's meet with you. Cause you're obviously going to have the connection. You're the one selling the house. Yeah. And that's how we got involved with her. And then like two days later, they had a zoom meeting with us, her and her colleague or whatever. And it's just like, why you were able to do that to meet us and establish what we're looking for, all these other stuff. Why would you not be, be there when we're doing this process on Zoom so we could, like mm -hmm. she was saying, like, hey, is this, this says this. What does this mean? Yeah, exactly. Email, friggin', which you didn't reply to it's until like, like the next day. Here's 500 documents. Make sure you sign everything right. and then attach all documents that are needed. And I'm like, I don't know. 500 like, pages? Like, just, oh you feel so stupid. Like, I don't think I'm a dumb person, but I have felt You're so not. inadequate. Mm -hmm. Like, when I was trying to, because I'm like. It's just intimidating, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is a totally. Full, it's, I don't know, because it's, it's buying a house. It's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's like you're signing your life like, away at, for yeah, 30 look years. At, look like, at how long the little agree, uh, just the agreements on the internet or whatever are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to play a game. Those are super freaking long. Mm -hmm. So imagine. To buy a house yeah and then like somebody comes over and they're like now sign here now sign it didn't help the notary guy was a new too he didn't know what he yeah. was doing and uh -huh. i was just like the blind are leading the blind here right. like what is happening Maybe somebody with experience yeah i was like i needed a gray pops? a gray silver fox over here helping uh, us out not <laughs> not this little young buck that's right. like hey uh you hey know guys. i hope we get to this uh together good Right. Let's no, work together to get through this. Like, you don't know I, what you're doing. I even no. caught like errors on his part. <laughs> like he was having to sign the same document and I'm like, we already signed this. Like, oh, did you? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah we did. Right. did you? You know? Oh, maybe this is for, oh, mom, sorry. This is for the seller. They need to sign this one. You're the buyer, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Just the. Uh, just in case there was any confusion, yes, we're buying. So it was so confusing. It was really, and like I said, I think it had like part of it was just being through the pandemic. It was such a different, you experience know, experience. Normal, yeah. yeah. Everybody had to had to figure out their way. Yeah, it's like, okay, do you want to buy this house? Sure. Okay, now you do all the work, and then you pay us the closing fees. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So. That's you know it's all a con, bro. The pandemic has just changed. It's all somebody's getting ripped off. The pandemic has changed so much. Oh, I want to tell you guys something. Did you guys know 
that cavities are contagious? They are not contagious. What? That is false. People, that is fake news. Please do not buy into this. That's misinformation. Misinformation. It's not. It's No, it is. And so, anything. So this is where I found this out at. Yeah, let's hear this. So I was talking to a friend. Google? No, I was talking <laughs> to a friend. And they have kids and they uh-huh. were saying, I think I kissed my nephew on the mouth or something. I don't know. Yeah. And they're like, don't kiss him on the mouth. And I was like, why? And they're like, did you know that you can transmit bacteria from your mouth? And they were saying, especially in babies, they don't have even the cavity bacteria in their mouth because they don't have teeth. But you kissing them on the mouth allows for the bacteria to come into your mouth. Mm-hmm. Did you Google it? Yeah. So then I ended up looking up into it and it's actually a thing. And like people, so they were saying like, you should never share a toothbrush with somebody, which obviously that's gross in general. Yeah, that's but like they were saying that, like, say somebody that you're kissing or whatever has a cavity that's not been dealt with and the bacteria is just in there loose. You kissing them could allow you to go ahead and get that cavity bacteria in your mouth. And like I was reading different people and they were saying like, oh, my gosh, this has to be true because I never had any like dental problems until I got with my husband and he has like a ton of dental problems. And all of a sudden I started getting like regular cavities that I she's like, I went like, you know, 25 years without a cavity. And then like so they're like saying that this is and I was like, I had no idea. But also like sharing saliva also could be a good thing. Like you could get like healthy (laughs) bacteria as well, I guess. It's 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 fifty fifty. Yeah, it's good 50/50. luck. <laughs> Just know who you're messing with. Yeah. How many of these sources are actual dentists? Colgate. I checked Colgate. Whoa. Oh, Colgate. shocker! <laughs> the guy who makes and sells toothpaste. No. Whoa! Didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of people are saying that that's true. I mean, it makes sense. Bunch of BS. I never yes. knew that though, so that was a very new information Look, to if me. If you're listening to this, I encourage you to do your own research. This sounds like a piping hot plate of bollocks if I've ever heard <laughs> it. It's and I'm not buying into it. It's true. Then how come you don't have a crap ton of cavities? Because I brush my teeth all no, the time. No, eh, because and cavities aren't contagious or else you'd have less teeth than me at this point. And we don't kiss. <laughs> yes, we uh, do. Yeah. We don't That's swap why bacteria. You <laughs> we don't swap bacteria. We don't swap bacteria. You lies. Stop lying. You're lying through your gap in your teeth. <laughs> But yeah, so that's an interesting new fact that I learned, and that's disgusting. A fact, fact of the day. A fact, fact of the day. Air quotes on that one. Fact. It's yeah, true. Fact. I want you to do your own research and yeah. then come find back out, to me y'all. and apologize. Yeah, find out somebody who's not Colgate. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. Next, you're going to tell me that freaking uh, Goodyear is encouraging people to uh, get new tires every few months. <laughs> what? Did you see that lightning really? right now? Yeah, it's been out there. Where have you been? It's going to rain tonight. Yeah, I knew I knew it was going to be storming yeah, because it's going to be windows. it's cloudy and it's hot. So I was like, oh, that's I that's just storm seen the weather, lightning right? right now. Did you see lightning? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the person you just got your dental facts from. <laughs> I just seen it from the window. Thunder and lightning. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear no thunder though. It's too far away. So yeah, is that it? we're done bumming everybody we're out. We're done bumming everyone out. Do your own research. And. Uh, on everything good that we luck have everybody out there if you live in california good luck it's hard out here for a pimp uh, it's hard out here for a 30 year old it's hard out here for a 30 year old and the worst like we were talking about that too like how we have like double income and there's like people that have single income and have to still survive yeah 
And then that's where like the roommates come in or like heck of multiple jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, don't hit him. Stop that. <laughs> Take All a right. shot for me, y'all. Take a shot. <laughs> Pour one out for Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good night, you guys. Good night. <laughs>